<laughs> so, as I say that, and we welcome you to the 9 o'clock hour, we have a guest that we were really hoping to get on, and we, and we now have him. And this man does so many different things, so many amazing things, but we're glad he's got some time for us this morning. Keith Marshall, uh, good morning to you. Welcome morning, to Keith. Sports Radio 929 The Game. Fellas, good morning. Appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. Always great to have you on, man. Uh, you doing so many different things, and one of the things we were alerted to was something that you were working on with, uh, called Players Lounge, and uh, we're going to get into that. But but first of all, before we do any of that, <laughs> you know, we got to talk to you about what your alma mater did last year, and what do you think it's going to take for them to be back in and, and do it again this year? What? Okay. Yeah, I mean, so obviously last year, man, it was a long time coming. Um, as somebody that played, you know, we we kind of. Got our hearts broken by Alabama so many times, so to finally get it done in that fashion in the big stage at the big at the end of the game like that, I know all of the Georgia fans were ecstatic. You know, I was on the edge of my seat, kind of just waiting to see that clock hit zero to make sure it was real. See, that's what I was going to ask you. Where'd you where'd you watch it at? Where who were you with? So I actually watched it with the Marlo Herrera, who was the linebacker that played with me. I'm not somebody that likes to go out and watch it with a lot of people. I kind of got to sit down and be able to focus on the game, you know. So what's it gonna take for him to get it back? I'm excited. I'm 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 uh, optimistic. We'll say, uh, you know, obviously they've been recruiting their tails off. We got a lot of young kids. They're gonna come in and step in and fill some of those gaps that we lost. But obviously, with the number of guys that we had drafted last year, it's gonna be somewhat of a rebuild. Um, I think what will happen this year is obviously offensively, I think we'll be a little bit more seasoned, and so hopefully, you know, that'll kind of be at least to start the season off. That'll be with. Uh, maintains us, and then, you know, hopefully those gaps on defense, guys will get in there and get comfortable, and, you know, some of that young talent that we've recruited will show up. But, um, you know, it's a different it's a different beast when you're trying to defend as in, in, in comparison to when you're trying to get to the top of the mountain. So I'm excited to see what the guys' mindset is coming into the season. Keith Marshall joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Let's stay in college sports right now. And the conversation begins and ends with a with NILs. And what would that have been like if it were in place for you when you were being recruited? I would have been beautiful, man. I'm <laughs> 10 years too late. You know, all these kids are getting paid. I mean, they're getting paid real money, too. It's, it's really amazing to see happen. Um, but obviously, you know, some of the guys that I came through with, they got in trouble for – you know, signing autographs, that wouldn't have happened. My boy Todd might have himself a Heisman Trophy. Um, so, you know, it would have been it would have been an amazing thing. But I'm glad that, you know, these kids are finally able to start leveraging what they're doing on and off the field. And, you know, when I was in college, it was actually one of those things I was a part of as far as sitting on different committees that were pushing to get kids and, you know, collegiate athletes more resources. So I'm excited to finally here for the kids, man. Well, now, as you hear some of the pushback, because it's like the Wild West out there right now, and, and you see the money that's flying, but there's still some things that need to be tweaked with it. What are some of the things, if you were in charge of whatever happens next with NILs, what would you like to see happen or maybe done a little bit differently? Honestly, I have, this is, you know, somewhat of a, probably a rabbit hole, but I have less an issue with NIL than I do the transfer portal. I think that, com- com- uh, you know, provides additional complexity to it because the kids can basically just, you know, go wherever they want at any time to go get more money. Um, but NIL itself, I mean, obviously we're just, I think, past the one-year mark. So I think some of the things that have to happen are more on the infrastructure side of things in terms of, like, consistent law state to state. Right now each state is operating completely different. Some states high school kids can get paid, others they can't. Some states the universities can help out, other states they can't. So I think the number one thing is just that the NCAA needs to come up with some type of consistent protocol so that everybody knows how to function state to state. Um, and then I think, you know, there's obviously a way that probably these universities need to get involved to just protect some of these athletes because, um, you know, when you're dealing with contracts and money, you know, those things have implications once you sign your name on that line. And 
I, I don't anticipate a lot of these young kids really understand the, the significance of what that means. We're spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Keith Marshall, former George Bulldog, played for Washington in the National Football League. And he is social. You can follow him on Twitter at Truth, uh, let me see, Truth, Truth H4. Truth 4 with two H's. Two H's. Why two H's? Uh, I think that's just because it was available. So I've been like that since <laughs> high school. Uh, I just never wanted to change it. All right. I'll make sure I wasn't see, was seeing that right. Truth 4 uh, joining us now. You organized uh, something, uh, Players Lounge. Thoughts about the concept of that and some of the people involved because you, you, you're getting some people who've experienced, had that experience in college athletics and looking other ways to kind of leverage it. Talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. So, man, the players' lines, it really started off as kind of a side project with me and a few of my former uh, teammates that we played together in Athens. And um, we started it last November. The idea was, you know, obviously NIL was new. Um, the whole crypto market was going crazy. NFTs was all the rage. And then, obviously, UJ was having a football season to remember. So we kind of came together with the idea that we would drop these NFTs that would commemorate um, the success of UJ's football season. And we would partner with the athletes in doing so and getting paid. That was the initial idea. It has since morphed into something, you know, fairly fairly different. Um, but the gist of it is really it's a platform that allows these kids to connect with the fans, share content, information, experiences, uh, many of the things that they've done, you know, over the over the past decade or so for free via social media. Um, but now because of NIL, they can be at the core of it and they can get compensated for it. And so basically, our platform facilitates that that level of interaction between fans and athletes. Are you aim more at people who are receiving? something from like companies who are coming to them or people who've created their own thing. I remember hearing years ago about, was it the kicker at central Florida that had a YouTube and he threatened to take his scholarship away from him because he was making money off that YouTube channel and oh, yeah. shut it down. Um, I have, I have actually encountered a young man who's playing for Tennessee state right now that cooks. I just stumbled across his food. This dude is a chef. He's playing on the team up there with Eddie George. He's right place at the right time. Uh, a place that's getting some attention. Are you aimed more at people who are creating their own possible NIL? Uh, it's a little bit of both, man. We do want to be a platform that allows the kids to come on there, be authentic, show their true selves, their interests, you know, beyond just athletics, and hopefully be able to leverage that and their following in a way that allows them to be compensated for it. So, I mean, it, it truly is a little bit of both. Um, you know, we've done deals that have kind of come to us, and we've also, you know, helped kids get deals. So we, the running back at Georgia is a big motorsports fan, Kendall Milton. Um, and so we were able to facilitate a deal with BMW for him. And so in that case, it was us going and fish, but then we've had a number of inbound interests um, as well. So it's really, like I say, a platform that allows these kids to get connected in a way that provides them recurring NIL opportunities. Uh, and that comes in a number of different ways. A lot of people – go ahead, go ahead, Greg. Go, go ahead. You don't have one? Because uh, we, we talked about you know, the changing face of, of NASCAR and how you go there and you see people like Alvin Kamara and Julio Jones – uh, with Michael Jordan being involved with Emmitt Smith being a, a part owner of, of a team, uh, would something like that be something also uh, to attract uh, a, a young athlete who's in college athletics? As far as like a partnership with the NASCAR or something Oh, like sure, that? yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think we have three or four guys at Georgia that would love to do that. So, you know, that, that I think it would absolutely be attractive, man. And I think it's really cool that these kids now can like – you know, for example, like the thing I was talking about with Kendall, he's a huge motorsports fan. For us to be able to go partner with BMW, get him paid to go spend a day on the racetrack driving around in a $150,000 car with fans, like, you know, it's good for the brands that are that are putting that on because they get exposure through the fact that they have these big-time athletes. 
it's obviously awesome for the athlete because when they get compensated, they get to do something they love. And then they also get to develop a professional relationship that hopefully, you know, will, will stay with them as they continue to progress through their career. So, you know, things like NASCAR, I think there's a number of brands that, you know, are, are probably going to try to leverage NIL because of just the, the marketing power that these college athletes have. There was an NIL summit um, here in Atlanta at the College Football Hall of Fame about a month ago, and I had a chance to go. And the, the idea that I'm getting from this is we always talk about what the second act, and Greg and I, we always talk about what's the, what's the next act when somebody does one thing, the next thing that they do. And we've seen some athletes who are able to do it more successfully or easier than others. To me, this even starts athletes thinking about that second act even sooner because high school Absolutely. age Kids could also do this. You got to keep your social media clean. You got to do certain things, but you also start working on that second act while you're playing. Absolutely, man. I agree wholeheartedly. And one of the things that we've wanted you know, to talk about is not even from a monetary standpoint, but just from a branding and like, again, being able to articulate yourself, your stories, control the narrative. If you do that the right way, that will provide you an opportunity once you do walk away from whatever sports you're playing to be able to leverage some of those relationships you've built. Um, but then if we do want to talk about the financial side of things, you know, a lot of the pushback is, yeah, these kids are young and they're going to go out and spend their money on dumb stuff and X, Y, Z. But the reality in my mind is, you know, that happens in the NFL. That happens, you know, for people that win the lottery. There's always going to be some people that, you know, don't make the best decisions with their money. But what we are doing now is giving these kids, one, the opportunity to make the mistake and hopefully learn from it a lot, lot earlier. So later down the line when they get that money in, whether it be professional or whether it be whenever they move into their, you know, post-athletic career, um, you know, they have much more experience. They understand that, you know, the importance of being financially, uh, we'll say, literate or financially responsible. And so I think it just gives that kids an opportunity to learn. Um, and, you know, again, I don't think everybody's going to make the best decisions. But, you know, if ultimately even 30 or 40 percent of these kids are able to take some of this money in and start to build a foundation that can support them after they, you know, get done playing, that's a huge, that's a huge difference. I mean, that has huge, you know, socioeconomic implications. It, it really can go a long way for a lot of people. So. Um, again, I'm I'm all for it, obviously. Obviously, we, we, we got something that's happening with the College Football Hall of Fame. There's something that's happening today, event is, event is coming up? No, no, we were supposed to have an event last week, man, but we had okay. to postpone. We ran into some, uh, some legal stuff that we had to, to get straightened out to make sure that we were doing everything above board with some of the universities, IP, and things like that. So okay, okay. We but had to postpone that. Okay, but you're going to circle back, hopefully, and get, and get to have that. How can people plug in? with the Players Lounge, if, if there's some people who want to be a, a part of what you do and want to find out more and want to take part in it? Absolutely. So we are at theplayerslounge.io. Uh, you can go up there. The schools that we're at currently is obviously UGA, LSU. Uh, we'll be releasing projects at Oklahoma, Clemson, Texas, and Tennessee here shortly. Um, and so, you know, you can go to our website, check us out, make sure you subscribe to our to our email list. You can follow us on all socials at the same thing. And um, you know, we'll have a lot of big news coming out soon, so we would love to get anybody involved that wants to. Well, Keith, that's what I was going to ask you about. What's next? I mean, you got things up and running right now, but what do you see down the road for the Players' Lounge? Yeah, I mean, I think there's so many opportunities because this space is so new. Um, so the first and foremost thing that we want to do is launch our project at some of these schools with the athletes that we've been working with. So that's something that we're hoping to do within the next week or two. Um, but then I just think there's an opportunity to really develop the platform make it more immersive, make the user experience better. So, you know, the fans come to one spot and they get to engage in the athlete and it's a smooth transition. And then, you know, hopefully once we knock that out, this is something that we can take to universities across the country and replicate it. Got to let you go here, but you mentioned two of the schools included Texas and Oklahoma. How you feel about them folks coming to the conference? Mm-hmm. 
I think it's going to be great, man. Those are two blue bloods. You know, you know they wanted those TV contracts, and, you know, they had the fan bases to be able to support it. And so, you know, they're going to have to take their beating for a couple of years as they get up to speed. Ooh. But I think long term, it's going to be great. Ooh. The changing face of college well, football. Listen, he's talking about the FCC. He's talking about the blue bloods, and you got what's going on in the Big Ten. Everybody else has become irrelevant. And if we can bring Keith back here and we can talk about the movement and the conferences, what's going on in college football, we get a different kind of conversation out of this man. Yeah, but, yeah we will. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we, we'd be at this all day long. But, listen, we can't thank you enough for getting up and being part of the show here, Keith. Uh, much success to the Players' Lounge and whatever else that you're uh, doing because it sounds like you're reaching out and connecting with some people that um, need a mouthpiece and you're providing it. Absolutely. I really appreciate you guys having me on this morning. Um, you know, anytime you guys want to come, have me come on and talk, I'm more than more than happy to do so. So, you know, appreciate you guys' time, and I'm looking forward to reconnecting. Absolutely. All right, let's do it again soon. Keith Marshall joining us Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Go dogs. You know, I can't, you know, I can't go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, let me. There you go. There you go.